The US and the UK have carried out fresh strikes on more than 30 targets linked to the Iran-backed Houthi rebels in Yemen. They were supported by six other countries as they continue attempts to stop the Houthis targeting ships in the Red Sea. The raids in Yemen follow US strikes in Iraq and Syria on Friday. 85 sites were hit in retaliation for the killing in Jordan of three American soldiers by Iranian-backed militants. Louisa Pilbeam has the very latest. British fighter jets taking off from an RAF military base in Cyprus as they prepare to strike more Houthi targets overnight. It's the third time UK planes have joined US operations in Yemen against what they say are a terrorist group backed by Iran, the Pentagon confirming hits on Houthi targets across 13 locations, including an anti-ship missile, which they say has been destroyed. This is what the UK, US and its backers want to stop, the Houthis' ability to carry out attacks on cargo ships in the Red Sea. UK Defence Secretary Grant Shapps said last night the Red Sea attacks are illegal and unacceptable. He said the UK has a duty to protect innocent lives and preserve freedom of navigation. The joint action comes a day after the US hit 85 targets in Syria and Iraq on Friday, including what's thought to be a munitions depot in Iraq. It was in retaliation to the death of three American troops, killed in a drone attack they believe was carried out by militants backed by Iran. Iran has denied involvement in the attack on the US base and denies involvement with the Houthis. The US president, who has been out campaigning this weekend ahead of this year's US election, said on social media, We do not seek conflict in the Middle East or anywhere else in the world. But to all those who seek to do us harm, we will respond. UK Foreign Secretary David Cameron, however, has vowed to hold Iran to account, saying he'd had a robust conversation with their foreign minister about actions of countries backed by Iran, warning him, you will ultimately be held accountable for what they do. The US Secretary of State Antony Blinken is visiting the Middle East over the next few days, showing diplomacy is being considered as important as any military action undertaken. Louisa Pilbeam, BBC News. Benjamin Rad is a senior fellow with the Burkle Center for International Relations and a research fellow with the University of California Center for Middle East Development. I asked him what difference these latest strikes will make. Well, it remains to be seen uh, what influence Iran can exert over the the proxy groups that have launched these strikes. As of now, it indicates that they have restrained themselves from escalating further. The statements made by the Iranian foreign minister condemned the strikes but did not signal any attempts or any plans for retaliation or reprisals. We're seeing that consistently with the militants, uh, the militia groups in Syria and uh, Iraq as well. And what about the ones in Yemen? And the Houthis so far have said that they're, they're still going to continue what they're doing. Do you think that in this case it's going to make any difference to them to have been hit again on and particularly their, their operational capabilities? Absolutely not. If anything, the Houthis from their perspective are benefiting from this increasing and uh, escalating conflict between the United States, the United Kingdom uh, and their, their forces. So it draws attention to their cause. It, it motivates them. It um, gets their people riled up and excited. And it, from their opinion, it justifies the actions they're taking. So they're they're using the opportunity of the Gaza war as a as a front, as an opening to really exert their influence. And again, all of this is controlled by Iran, 
both to, to a great extent, given their funding and logistical support, but um, also because Iran is attempting to project its power beyond its borders. I mean, you mentioned the role of Iran there. So it has denied that it, can act, that it actually controls what these groups do. Um, so how do you think Iran is going to respond in, in these latest cases? If Iran opted to cease funding them, cease training them, providing them with intelligence, logistical support, and weaponry, these attacks will come to an end. It's plain and simple. Now, Iran cannot dictate pick up the phone and directly contact a militia leader and say, do not fire or do or go ahead and do so. But what they can do is control the supply of resources that they need in order to make these missions successful. So if and when Iran chooses to exercise that option, it can do so. It is not indicated it is willing to de-escalate in the Red Sea, but it has signaled that it will de-escalate in and around Syria and Iraq. And what about the impact of all of this on efforts to try and bring about a ceasefire for the Gaza conflict? That's the complicated part. Now, these negotiations that have been taking place between the United States, the Egyptians, the Qataris, um, Hamas representatives, and the um, Israeli officials seem to be moving forward. But now indications show that there is a split in the Hamas leadership about the length, the duration, or the type of ceasefire, whether it would be a 30-day pause, 45-day pause. Hamas leaders want a permanent one. And right now, it seems all efforts are stalled, but it doesn't look like it's connected to what's taking place in and around Iraq and Syria and the U.S. Um, strikes against uh, proxy forces there. And how achievable do you think it is, in, 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 given what we're seeing in, in the region and the kind of tensions that there are? Do you think that it, that it is still achievable to get some, to some kind of agreement? I do. I think these are two parallel events happening, though as much as they, there's this idea of the axis of resistance operating in unison, we've not seen that. We've seen a lot of these groups acting independently of what others are doing. So, for example, Hezbollah, albeit launching rockets in the north from Israel, uh, into Israel, has remained relatively quiet compared to other proxy forces. So what I'm, what I'm saying is we're going to see two different trajectories taking place. We'll see the negotiations between Israel and Hamas move forward, hopefully with the release of hostages and a ceasefire. That is not going to impact necessarily what is happening with the proxy groups launching attacks against the United States, um, UK, and um, allied um, coalition forces or on commercial ships. That's going to be separate. Let's go live now to our Middle East correspondent, Hugo Bashega, who's in Baghdad for us. So, Hugo, more strikes against Iran-backed uh, groups, this time the Houthis. Uh, give, us, give us an idea of the scale of the attacks in this case. Yeah, Lauren, uh, I think it was quite significant because uh, it was a large-scale operation uh, that uh, targeted uh, 36 uh, Houthi positions at uh, 13 uh, locations in Yemen. And I think for the first time, the capital Sana'a was hit, uh, also uh, being hit for the first time, underground uh, weapons facilities being used by the Houthis. Uh, and uh, the Americans are also saying that they hit air defense uh, systems and missile launchers. So the goal here is to to degrade uh, the ability that the Houthis have to carry out these uh, attacks on commercial vessels in the Red Sea and in the Gulf of Aden. Uh, but at the same time, we're seeing that so far these attacks uh, by uh, this coalition being led by the Americans have been unable to stop the Houthis and uh, the Houthis who are supported by Iran, they say that these attacks are going to continue unless uh, there is a ceasefire in Gaza. And obviously these you know, latest attacks happened less than 24 hours after the American uh, airstrikes targeting uh, Iranian interests uh, in Syria and also here in Iraq. And everyone's still waiting to see quite what Iran's response will be to that. 
Exactly. And, you know, as expected, there were some strong words coming uh, from uh, uh, Tehran, uh, but we haven't seen any kind of major threat. And I think the Americans, again, just like in Yemen, they have calibrated uh, their uh, attacks here. They, you know, targeted uh, infrastructure being used by those uh, Iranian-backed militias, also by Iran's revolutionary guards uh, in Syria and Iraq. We know that uh, the Iranians have a, a very large presence in both countries in terms of the infrastructure they use, but also in terms of, you know, uh, the number of people that they have on the ground. Uh, and I think, you know, for days the Americans had uh, telegraphed, you know, their intentions. They had, you know, warned that uh, those attacks were going to come. So uh, presumably this was an attempt to give, you know, some time for those people to make preparations and try to minimize casualties and reduce tensions with Iran. I think, you know, we've heard from President Biden, from American officials, that they don't want uh, a conflict with Iran. And I think this is the same message that has been shared by Iranian authorities. They don't want a direct uh, confrontation with the Americans. They know that this would be catastrophic for the country. Uh, and they also know that this would pose an existential threat uh, to the regime in Tehran. And what about Iraq, where you are now? How much fallout is there still from those strikes in Iraq? Well, I think obviously uh, people are concerned about uh, what is going to happen because the Americans have said that this is just the beginning of their response and that more attacks are going to come uh, in the next few days. I think, you know, we should expect that uh, the targets are going to be the same um, infrastructure facilities being used by uh, these uh, militias supported by Iran and also by um, Iran's revolutionary guards. Uh, but the Iraqi government has been, you know, very angry uh, with these airstrikes. They say that they were not uh, warned uh, in advance that these attacks were going to happen. Uh, uh, they say that uh, these attacks were a violation of the country's sovereignty. Uh, and again, I think people here are just waiting to see uh, what is going to happen, not only in terms of these uh, American airstrikes, but also the possibility of any kind of response from Iran and also by these Iranian-backed militias. Hugo Beshega, thank you very much indeed.